0: So you're saying that the the brand it says wealthy?
1: Yeah, it's just wealthy. They just they literally just make t-shirts in every kind of colorway hoodies. They all just say wealthy. Nothing else. Sweet. <laughs> I, w- I wish I would have thought of it. They sell fifty dollars t-shirts. <laughs> Dang. <Yep.
0: laughs> so that one's fifty. That was fifty. Yep. I got three of them. Nice. t-shirts almost like little uh things of gold you got on the side there huh huh i said it's almost like a, a brick of gold that you got there you bought yep. three of them
1: yeah
0: but, yeah Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean to you i'm, I'm sure business is good you, you're just like uh it's just it's just chump change.
1: No, no, no. So it's it's a combination of me. So number one, I love supporting um black owned brands and I love supporting local brands. Gotcha. And to be honest, um, I had I've had like a, some shoes that were like crazy colors. And the only thing that I could think that would go like they literally could make a T-shirt with every any type of colorway. Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. like, you know what? It only makes sense to. And not only that, it's like, well, if I'm going to give Nike 70, 80 bucks, why not? Right. Give it? right.
0: True, <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. I, I mean i i was just teasing but i like that you ex- <laughs> i like how that you explained that because um i know uh i i also try to pre- um let me find my words i also try to is my internet messing up no no not okay. at all um, i also try to support black businesses um when i can because i think that's that's something that um i learned from the guys on the prayer line and i think i've heard people say before it's like they the jewish community gets praised a lot because of how um a dollar how many times a dollar circulates in their community so it's like that's something you should look to do it's it's convenient to go to Amazon, to go to Nike, and all the others, but you've got to recognize the entrepreneurship, the the different things that people that look like you are doing, and just be willing to support from time to time.
1: Definitely, definitely, yeah, I, I totally agree. Gotcha.
0: So, catch me up. What what happened in twenty twenty? I, I remember last time I saw you, we were at the uh, the Extreme Branding Conference. And,
1: that, was that long ago. Yeah, and then <laughs> wow. I
0: I kind of just backed away, but I, I think then you were looking at um, kind of getting your um i don't know if you're looking to rebrand or you're maybe looking for building your team
1: uh so when when did we do the first the first episode do you remember
0: i want to say that was 20 I want to say it was twenty nineteen because I know I, I recorded a whole bunch in twenty nineteen, like towards the end of the year. So it okay. must have been like December, or November, something like that. And then okay. I met you there, and we did like the little promo clip. And got you, um, got okay, yeah,
1: oh, oh yeah, that was a long time ago now, actually. right?
0: Because I <laughs> and then I guess as you quickly told me, it's like hey, you can't just be grabbing people's. Uh, <laughs> people's social media yeah (laughs) random pictures and just posting them and i was like i'm sorry i'm trying to figure it out i'm just working my way through it yeah i I was like
1: no i do remember i'm like "Why? i'm like out of all the pictures why would ask right
0: (laughs) well it's because like i was trying to because like um what do we learn from the brand prep thing is like you want to identify your target audience identify what it is that you do and I think like in IG, that's the one thing that I'm focusing on this year and getting back to the podcast and checking, touching base with yourself and other guests to see like what, what happened in 2020, kind of like what happened last time since we spoke, but also um, kind of not trying to pick up so much because back then I had just, um, I just went to the extreme execution thing. So that was like the second thing I just picked up and doing the brand prep, I intended it to be for the podcast, but then I was like, well, however, I learned to a, apply. the brand in the podcast will help me with the coaching but trying to do them simultaneously when it just it was just getting off the ground it's like that wasn't smart and then I followed it up with going to the conference that same weekend and then going to the real estate thing but um, I said all that to say Like I think two weeks ago or last month, I finally, I rewrote my IG statement and I just said, for what I do, I'm the communicator, whether I'm in engineering or podcasting, I'm communicating Mm -hmm. and I highlight everyday people. And I was like, that's straightforward and to the point. It's not complicated. It's not like manufactured and it makes sense. And Mm -hmm. I was, I was happy for myself with that. And I was like, you know, it, it wasn't a waste because I guess sometimes you get, you get so caught up, you see people doing things, especially with social media you see people posting and a lot of times like somebody might be better at their presentation that I get caught up thinking oh because they put up something that looks so nice everything else in the background must be sweet and that's not always the case yeah yeah
1: yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean.
0: So how was uh, the year for you leaving that, um, leaving Miami? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: 2020, um, honestly, business-wise was the best year I had ever had. Um was my second full year in business as an entrepreneur. Hmm. Uh, made over six figures for the first time in my life. Nice. Uh, when, I, when I worked at a regular job, I, I didn't make, I thought I was making good money until I started making money <laughs> on my own. So Um, 2020 was amazing, made a lot of mistakes, learned a lot of things, um, removed myself from situations that didn't fit me anymore. And then align myself with better uh partnerships to grow both personally and, and on a business level. So 2020 was amazing. It it was amazing. It started off, I don't wanna say it, it, didn't, it I don't wanna say it started off rocky, mm-hmm. um, but it it certainly ended, you know, on a on a great note. And even in the midst of the pa- in the chaos of the of the pandemic, like things never slowed down for me um yeah. towards the end of the year I had to turn a lot of people away mm. and even at the beginning of the year now like I'm finally used to saying no mm-hmm. and gotcha. I'm okay with that so right. yeah t- 2020 was was great <laughs> it was great it was great awesome.
0: so I guess what what's one thing you gained from 2020 because I know um I guess as I'm doing this now in 2021 a lot of people are still recovering and reeling and I guess to give people something to hope for like for the everyday person i'm thinking like obviously a lot has been lost so i don't want to rehash that same thing so i i figure i'd switch it and say what's something that you gained um i think in 2020 is where
1: i gained the most confidence in my in myself um Mm -hmm. in my ability and in my in in my ability to do a couple things in my ability to figure things out Mm -hmm. Um, and I gained a lot of confidence in, in, uh, how do I want to put it? And just knowing and understanding that, like, I think sometimes people think that they're the reason why you are where you are. Mm -hmm. And then when you break away from that, you're like, nah, that was, you know what I mean? Like, that was cool. Don't get me wrong, but that, that you're not why I'm good at my craft. You're not why. You know, people recognize me. So I think the most thing I gained in 2020 was for sure confidence. Got gotcha. you. For sure confidence.
0: So you, you got out from their shadow, so to speak.
1: Yeah. From from a lot of shadows. Gotcha. <laughs> it wasn't just <laughs> from from a lot of shadows. So, right.
0: Yeah. That's cool. It, it's um... I was on the prayer line for the first time in a while today and I was like wow it's really it's really taken form where um I think they've transformed it or at least got it licensed as a 501c3 which is a nonprofit mm-hmm. and just the structure of it where when you jump on you're acknowledged by the moderator and he does a good job of just making the conversation flow back and forth and one thing that he talked about today a couple of guys talked about was the fact that um, they talked about acknowledging it it was EL, Eddie Butler. He talked about acknowledging your gifts like like Mm -hmm. acknowledging your talents and not getting so caught up on what other people are doing that you discount yourself and he really talked about in order to have a strong defense you got to have a a very solid offense like you've got to have a good offense is like the counterpart to a a great defense so to speak I guess not to get too technical into sports but I, I guess that's One of the things I appreciate about sports, the analogies you can kind of pull from it. Yeah, Um,
1: definitely. I I agree. I agree. Sports always has great analogies.
0: Yeah. But I guess whenever you said like breaking away from those different shadows, it kind of made me think of that. And I was like, huh, that it's it's great or it's it's fun to just be able to reflect and just be like, okay, I'm. I mean, they're on the same wavelength or like everything's kind of like even kill, and not to say like.
1: Or I'm doing better. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I mean, it, you can use the example of like, you know, Tom Brady. He I, for for the longest people thought it was Belichick's system, Belichick's system and that Tom mm. Brady so happened to fall into the system. And that's why he, he was who he was. Right. He like, you know, don't get me wrong. The system is cool, but I'm still who I am without this system. Right. And we all just saw that during the Super Bowl. So, true.
0: And yeah <laughs> it's funny, I didn't even watch the Super Bowl because like I finally um, during like for me to tell you what I did during 2020, I wasn't as productive as I wanted to be initially, but I had little um, spurts of activity, so to speak. But towards the end of the year or the middle of the year around the summer, I spent a lot of time online just spectating, watching like the football highlights and things like that. But by the end of the year, going into like December, January, starting this year, I finally decided to focus on this, focus on the podcast, put some episodes out, or at least go back and try to grit my teeth and listen to some of them. Look at, okay, I'm not going to edit because I know that's not my strong suit, but I'm going to listen and grab a clip to share with someone that's going to help me put it together. But I said that to say um as the picture was shaping up it was just interesting like i'd watch the highlights on youtube just to be like oh, okay like that's a cool play i like how they did this they did that and they're always speculating speculating who's going to make the championships this that and the other mm-hmm. and then when it shook out that it was tom brady and the chiefs from last year the last champions it was like okay in hindsight, it's like it's not surprising. But just to say, "Oh yeah, he won. He always wins." It's kind of like discounting the work that he does, his system, his mentality, his work, and all all that work ethic. So it's like. It was great to see him or hear that he won not in the sense that i'm a tom brady fan but in the sense of like in speaking with yourself being part of breathe university like over the years just kind of understanding like that winner's mentality and seeing what where greatness kind of comes from and where um when someone operates in their gift when they operate in their talent and they they're sure about what they want who they are and how they go about it it's like it's great to see that that payoff and see it from that perspective and not just beyond the bandwagon of like yay you won or oh man not again kind yeah. of thing
1: and you'll you'll always have that depending on you know who the person is It's you know some people just don't like to see people win <laughs> so right that you'll always, you'll always have those people that you know say that oh but he had to leave and he had to do this and he had to do that it doesn't matter right he still has there same thing with lebron he still has to practice he still right. has to, to train so it you know so yeah
0: yeah and I guess not Not to I feel like, I mean, we're just having a conversation, but I guess um, to kind of point the, the mirror back at me, I see it as like one of the things I tried to get away from was that the reason I stopped Like I intentionally stopped doing the preparation. I stopped doing the the work when it came to like, okay, you're podcasting. Okay, you're you're gonna relocate. Are you going to set up the systems in place you need to do this remotely? Or hey, your phone doesn't work now. Are you gonna go look for another phone? Are you going to do anything? And I was like, no, I'm not going to. And it's like maybe maybe a miracle would just happen. Or then I started looking at it like, no, I just don't want anything to happen. And I guess. It's that self-sabotage mentality. So I'm not really asking a question. I guess I'm just making like an observation on myself to see where I was and how I got here. Because as I listen through the episodes and even talking with yourself and the others, I keep learning more about myself, about what's working and what's not working. Because um, back to like episode 34 with Catherine, that was right around the time that I was getting ready to go to um, Flint, Michigan for the first time and do like the extreme execution and it's like I had already signed up for the brand prep and all that and as I'm listening back to it I'm like oh this sounds like a, a train wreck is about to happen. Like you, you're you literally seeing it and um, not being able to slow down in that moment and acknowledge that, okay, you're doing good things, but they're not good for you to do right now. Right. And seeing that and acknowledging it, it's, it's helping me to better plan this same time this year that I didn't want to do last year or that I stopped doing. So instead of overloading myself, I've stopped and I said, okay, I'm just going to do the podcast i'm just gonna do ig if i post anywhere else it's just a variation of this but anytime i feel the urge to join a new program or to follow somebody or to just beg someone for advice that i don't really need because i i'm already doing something like that's starting to build my confidence on on my end gotcha
1: that's what what happens here (laughs) i was thinking (laughs) but go ahead
0: no, I uh, I was just going to um so I guess what's so what's what's the the plan or what's what's the uh the goal for 2021 so far or just just say like this month this March February yeah, March <laughs> I guess yeah um. The, so the main
1: goal is I'm actually launching my own um, membership community, but it's strictly geared towards coaches, consultants and service providers who struggle with using uh, email marketing. Right. So mm-hmm. I've sold templates in the past and okay. don't get me wrong. People, people buy those up like that. Right. But one thing. So 2020 was also the first year where like I coach like mm-hmm. full year. Every single week, I coach a group of um, coaches, consultants, and service providers when it comes to like their messaging and their sales copy, as well as their email marketing and stuff. Like 52 weeks, this is the first time I ever coach people every single week um, on top of like doing one-on-one sessions in between. Mm -hmm. Um, And I realized that, you know, I could sell templates all day and probably make a whole lot of money, but because I care as a coach, what I do know is that- I know a couple of things, and this is one of the reasons why I never do a course. People need accountability. People need context. Mm. Um, Most people who buy templates don't use them. They only buy them because they're normally so cheap that it's not enough money for them to feel like if I don't use it, I'm not going to feel bad about it. Same thing with the course normally. Most people don't complete a course because it's just like if they get stuck or if they have a question and they don't have, if that particular course doesn't have the support, Or does it offer coaching calls? Once somebody gets stuck, that's it. So my membership program is coach. once again, coaches, consultants and service providers who are struggling with email marketing, um, where I'm literally going to help you get consistent with it, help you help you with what to send in the subject line, as well as in the body of the email and Mm -hmm. help you leverage the number one marketing channel so that you can increase sales. Um, and get more convert more of your leads into paying clients. So um, that's it's so crazy because when I started out doing what i what I do as mm-hmm. a copywriter and messaging expert, Yep. My claim to fame, if you will, like I got popular from sending emails that made my clients money. Mm-hmm. That's how I got popular. Like, that's how people started, you know, saying, hey, we, and, you know, people didn't know what to call me a writer, uh, you know, you, you whatever right. they were saying, but that's where it came from. I still did that all 2020. It just wasn't um in the forefront. Mm-hmm. And in, in 2021, it's becoming, you know, back in the forefront. Um, I just recently took on Wall Street Trapper as a client, mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know, I, I work with David Shands for quite some time. And we're working in a different capacity now, but I did his emails all 2020. You know, I worked with ET for five years, doing all of his emails and stuff. But that's that's how I got to where I am, using you know, doing emails and Mm -hmm. helping people leverage that marketing channel. So that's what I'm going back to. But um, it's going to be in a setting that that I'm pretty excited about because I know myself, and I know I'm not just going to stick to emails. You know, if I have a a a community member who's in there, and I see all of their messaging is off, then I'm gonna help them with that too but mm-hmm. it's going to be very different from, from other membership programs because it's not going to be $27. It's not going to be $47. It's a premium price membership program, but mm-hmm. that's because of how much access and how much um time like you're going to get, you know, for me, right. like people are going to get their weekly emails with like a full on video on how to put them together, but it's still going to be plug and play. Mm-hmm. This is going to be customized plug and play. So, gotcha. so yeah, that's I'm, I'm actually my assistant actually just texted me. I think we, I think technically the, the the page is ready to go live. So nice. if, if I don't announce it later today, um, it'll more than likely be tomorrow. So, okay, yeah. so it's, it's supposed to be launched like two weeks ago, but you know,
0: technically, <laughs> well. By the, by the time anyone hears this, they'll they'll be able to access it. So what's what's the page called? Um, so it's going to be
1: workwithsierra.com dot backslash inbox money club. So that's the name mm. of the community, Inbox Money Club. Anybody I like that? Yeah, it's looking to, to um yeah, leverage that, that marketing channel. Gotcha. And I know it is it's definitely I mean, there are a couple things out there like it, mm-hmm. but the difference is nobody is providing the amount of context um, right. as well as like, you know, bonus trainings on just the the whole how to use it all together. So, yeah.
0: Right. That's that's really good. The um, I feel like that's one of the things you were working on when we when I saw you at the um at the conference, because we were both at the brand prep and then we went to the one percent conference. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of on the side taking personal notes like, okay, these are, these are the things we need to do with the coming months. And it's good to see that you you were doing the, uh, the templates and things. And then you've been able to, say, get feedback from the people you interacted with and kind of see, this is really where my attention needs to be. And this is what's going to have the bigger value, the bigger impact. Mm-hmm. And then the value that you're providing them is also going to bring you not only, I guess, what would you say, emotional value, but I'm sure financial value. Because having it at the premium price, it's going to make up for all the other courses you could or all the other templates you could be creating or generating.
1: Yeah. And and also one thing I learned um, about premium pricing, because, you know, I mean, we both have been around this this Internet market, this Internet world for a minute. Right. And everybody has their way of doing things. Everybody says you know, give value for free, start small and work your way up. Um, but I've grown to to realize this. People don't really do what they're supposed to do unless they have enough skin in the game, right? right. And it's like th- it's it's the same with like hiring a trainer and working out at home. Most people who are not in shape know what they need to do to get in shape. Mm-hmm. They hire a trainer because that money holds them accountable. And then if you hire a good trainer, you're probably paying a good amount of money, mm-hmm. which means no matter how you feel, you're going to get out of bed and you're going to go work out. Right. I think it's the, I think it's the same, and I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying just because someone pays a premium price, they're going to follow through. But True. I think premium price products and services help you commit more. I really yeah. do. I know me personally. The first time I paid, um because I went from, so I was paying forty seven dollars and sleepless sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. That was the fir- first, sec- well, first real entrepreneurship culture program I joined. Yeah. The next program I joined cost me ten grand. Mm-hmm. Like, so I didn't even go from like here, here, here. I yeah. from 47 to 10 grand. And I jump. saw the difference. Like I, I saw the difference in the amount of commitment I had to myself. I saw the, the difference in the level of service. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? I saw the difference in the level of quality of people. Mm-hmm. Like you're not people who pay ten thousand dollars for something. I'm not saying they won't be in the room, but that room looks different when everybody has paid ten thousand right. dollars versus a room where everybody's paying twenty-seven dollars. Right. It's, right. It's a different and that's that's what I'm trying to build. So I'm like I'm super committed to this thing. And I don't, I don't want to, you know, uh, what's the word? I'm, I don't want to jinx myself and say I know mm-hmm. out, out, out the gate I may not have that many members, but I'm looking for like quality members, people. But right. not only that, email marketing is a is a long game play. Right. You know, right. I don't want people jump coming in for 27 and they gone next month and then they saying it's not working. Like no, right. if you pay this amount of money, that means you're committed. Right. It's, it's not even technically it's not premium price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's just more. It's just more than like the typical membership program, but right. it's, it's not nothing like crazy crazy
0: it's more than I, what you've been doing
1: yeah it, it's more it's for the for what i'm doing i think the closest thing that i've seen to what i'm doing is probably 97 a month and i'm charging like double
0: gotcha but I
1: mean, my track record speaks for itself like
0: right right so that's
1: that's another that's right. another element to it on time right. yeah so and yeah, I, I, I mean I, yeah
0: gotcha I'd, I'd be remiss if i didn't thank you for introducing me to uh mr donald the voice because oh, i man, remember yeah. i think We must have recorded a lot sooner because I remember I was struggling with the edits and like the first five episodes, I tried to edit them and it was just, it was not working out. I think I talked with Isaiah and he was trying to walk me through it. And I was like, I might be the analytical personality, but the thing that I'm learning about myself or just in general, it's like, no matter how you want to categorize people or break them down, it's like, people aren't just like data on paper. They are, people are people, like everyone has their preferences, what they value, different things like that and it's um you, you might be technical but you're maybe technical when it comes to solving other people's problems right like for your own problems it's like you might not want to get technical on that you might want to just like do the bare minimum and then go mm-hmm. from there and just you introducing me to him has been a huge help not just in like the production for the audio and we're i think we just talked about going to video but um just having that that confidence builder because. Earned that encouragement because in 2020, um, it really helped me out in putting out the content through the month of March. And then I just stopped communicating. And I think he'd reached out to me around the summertime and encouraged me hey, you should put out at least what you recorded. I'm yeah. um, just just to give the people that took the time to record with you their due and acknowledge them and um, also like a similar thing he's giving me he's not charging me the premium price but in him believing in what I do he encouraged me to say okay hey I'm willing to do this for you just ask that you commit even if it's something small you commit to something because it's like that gives you skin in the game and for me committing to a couple months I looked at it and I was like we're doing something good and even if I feel like oh I'm might not have it I value it more and more and I'm like it's doing not only a disservice to me and the guests but it's doing a disservice to um the people who need it yeah the people who need it and not giving that giving them the best of it and it's like okay I'm not I'm not having to do that work it's like I would only be asking him like and it was a simple conversation like hey is video something we could do to match the audio and it's like yeah and in order to do that here's what we would have to do with the price and it was like okay that's that's manageable and i was like okay well i actually
1: need to hit down it up um my sister and i have been doing we've been doing a podcast on on a uh, for a nonprofit uh that we're starting mm-hmm. but right now we just we just go live on facebook and do it because that's where most of our audience is but Right. I actually do want to turn, like, actually start recording. Like, I have a Canon. Clearly, you see my <laughs> right.
0: I was, I was gonna ask you. I was like, what, what camera yeah. are you
1: using there? But it's like, yeah. it makes sense. The same one that that Dave has. But I, I need, like, I need like an equipment list. Gotcha. Like, I don't know what I need to. I'm confident in being able to set it up. Mm-hmm. But I sure need an equipment list, and I need to hit Donald up. I haven't gotcha. spoken to him in a while either. So yeah, that would be. Yeah, I help Donald because you know he does the voiceovers for the um, Secret to Success podcast. And right, right. with that. Yeah, I got. I, gotta I feel he's
0: him, so. he. I think he's been pretty busy, and um, don't want to put his business out there. But one thing, as we were talking, I was like, man, I was so happy to hear that he's like he's getting he's also getting an assistant, someone to help him because it's like. Good, as many good. podcasts as he's doing, That's awesome. I was like, I was like, I, I want to sit down at one point and just have a conversation with him. Like, how are you able to um, keep the main thing, the main thing for yourself, like it's your hard. own life as you're listening to like 20 plus different hard. conversations weekly from you, different yeah. people? And like you're processing what it is that they're saying, you're cutting out like the dead space, this, that and the other but then it's like, you're not, you're putting all your energy into that. But at the end of the day, you you know, you have a wife and a daughter at home and you, you make sure that you give them the attention that they need. And then when it's time to shut things down, it's like, no, I've got this time with my family. And I think just being able to talk with him about that, I don't think we touched on it with you, but you also have <laughs> kids. And I think at least you've, you've done that to some regard where it's like you've had to balance like, okay, this is the time I'm putting into work and this is the time I've got to spend with my kids.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to say it's something that I still haven't quite mastered yet. Um, I have two kids, eight and 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with virtual school and that made it a whole different dynamic Ooh. before, you know, pre pandemic mm-hmm. um, I had a solid schedule, you know, I'm waking up at five every day. I'm getting work done between I'm getting like simple things, things done between five and six, waking them up at six, dropping them off at school. And then from eight to two thirty, like I'm I'm at a co-working space, coffee shop or whatever, just like Mm -hmm. working. But in my thing was when I was done working at that time, when I got home, there was no more work unless I had to do like an interview or something in the evening. Virtual school kind of threw all of that out the window. Um, I struggle with getting up early again Cause it's like I don't have to get up and go out the house. So i now instead of me getting up at five, I'm getting up at like seven. And they they don't have class until nine. So while I can still get some things done, it was still just weird. Um, what I've learned is that you know there there are se- there are going to be seasons in business where things are going to have to be ramped up a bit and then scaled back. So typically. Um, I stopped working anywhere from between two and three. Now this month, because I've been working on this project, the days have been longer, and it's and they've been longer. Um, in particular, because I still haven't been able to go back to getting up at five. Now I'm like a strong six six thirty, but I really want to get back. Uh, to five o'clock. So it's um, it's tough. My ki- now my kids are a little bit older, and I will say that may be an advantage that I have because they're not. They don't need. They don't want as much as my time. But mm-hmm. I also have to catch myself and take the initiative to say, you know, hey, show me what you're doing on the game, or how was your day, and you know, things like that. Like last, my eight year old loves Fortnite. Last night, like I went in their room and I just sat there and watched him play Fortnite for like thirty minutes, and he actually started asking my input, like, Mom, which world should I go to? On mm-hmm. one of my um, Mentors kind of said something to me in the summertime. he like, Your kids gonna get to an age where they're not gonna actually you to play with them anymore. So, while they're in this stage, you know, take that initiative. It's tough though, but you know, it, it's, right. all <laughs> it's all hard. All right. hard. None, none of this crap is easy. None you of know. it. I posted something yesterday, you know, talking about discipline and how you, I think you, you know, yeah, talking about discipline and how like that, like that is still tough. It's still, t- it. It never, I can honestly say, Asher, even after, you know, cracking my first six figures as an entrepreneur, if you're serious about like for real becoming the best version of you, it never gets easy. It's just like, what next? What next? <laughs> like what next? What right, next? Right. It's, it's a for real, for real, for real right. journey. Unless you wake up one day and you say, all right, I'm done. Right. I go yeah. back being normal.
0: <laughs> right. And it. <laughs> It's funny you say that because I guess what I was trying to explain about my 2020 earlier was that I was trying to go like the net six figure route, Mm -hmm. like going from zero to 100, but as it got real and real and real and real, I said, I'm done. Like, (laughs) I don't want to do that. But it's like, it's one thing to just walk away and say, like, okay, I'm not doing this hobby anymore. And then just quit everything because it's like, that's, you you don't want to do that because it's like, if you quit everything, then everything else is in jeopardy. Like your relationships, your finance, like your home could be in jeopardy. If you just said, I'm not going to work anymore. And you didn't invest or put anything away as like a nest egg and um one thing that you said about discipline i think um i really like the sleep sleep is for suckers group and i think i may have learned about it from you or from alexis and the thing that i like about it it's like now they're reading the book the same book that they were reading last year i think around this time or earlier the one thing oh yeah and, my brother. yeah and that book it's like it's almost like it's having you unlearn things that you learned maybe the wrong way and especially when it spoke to discipline it made a good correlation between discipline and habit, where it's like, people talk all the time, like, you need to be disciplined, you need to be this, it's almost like you're always cracking the whip on yourself. And I don't, I guess I, I use that analogy purposefully because it's like, um, maybe it's it's a different connotation for people. But it's like, when you think about how you treat yourself, you have to be both the worker as the entrepreneur, you have to be both the worker and the boss. And it's like, if you don't like how somebody else is going to treat you as a boss like you might want to treat yourself better but you can't be so lax to where no work ever gets done definitely and it's like i guess sometimes it feels like With discipline, when people talk about it, it's like, it's very important, but too many people, I think, talk themselves out of it before they get started because they're like, I've got to do this massive action. I've got to do this huge thing. And like what he talked about in the book was like, no, you actually want to do in order, like the whole theme of the book is like you have, if you do this one thing, whatever it is you decide to do, like you stick to it it'll get you to where you need to go. And people have like the Mustafa, I think said it last year, he's like, the word priorities wasn't wasn't a thing until like, maybe the 1980s or something like that. But like priorities supposed to be singular, like you're just supposed to do one thing when you wake up in the morning, it's like this has to get done before anything else. And once you get that done, everything else that you thought was important will Mm -hmm. also get done. And um I guess I I said all that to say with the discipline piece, it's like if you think you're lazy or if you think you're not disciplined, trick yourself into doing or like it's it's like I think the first thing is like you have to change your language as to saying like I'm not disciplined or I'm not this. It's like, okay, maybe you're just disciplined at one thing and you're not like, say, a Rochelle T. Parks, but Mm -hmm. like. Hey, if you get up and you go walk, or if you get up and you drink your water when you're supposed to, it's like, hey, I'm good at doing this. And like that, dis- that small discipline that you build is building a habit that becomes residual. And then that becomes your second nature. And then also just giving yourself a break to be like, I've got to do this within the next 21 days or whatnot. It's like, it really takes 66 plus days for you to develop that thing in order for it to work and create the domino effect. I just wanted to share that because I was like, the discipline thing keeps coming up over and over. And to your point with setting up the the program that you set up, is it, did I say it right? Is it a program? It's not a course, right? It's a, no, it's, it's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a membership pro. It's a, gotcha. a membership community. Gotcha. Okay. Because um, I think I signed up for um, Donnie Wiggins, like mm-hmm. her post to paid program. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out at first how it worked, where she'll she'll send you a text. And then it's like, you have a prompt basically of like, here's what you need to post on IG, use this fill in the blank. And like, it was coming so frequently. And I was like, maybe I need to pause it because I don't want to get so caught up in in doing stuff that I lose sight of like the value I'm trying to create, the quality of what I'm trying to create. And as I looked at it, I was like, okay, maybe... I'm not seeing the directions with with the messaging, like I'm not seeing the context necessarily, but I'll just take what I have what she's giving me and I'll apply myself in it. So I'm not necessarily selling a course. I'm not coaching anyone. I'm podcasting. So instead Mm -hmm. of saying like, oh, I need to go manufacture a course out of the blue. It's like, no, let me use parts of my life or use parts of the podcast and actually like explain it in that same way. So I think um, yesterday she posted something about or she shared with us something about discipline and how how is it that you use this in your life? So I took it and I flipped it applying principle that i learned from the one thing and i said discipline isn't all it's cracked up to be like it's kind of a lie (laughs) and it's like at least that way i figured unknowingly i'm getting somebody's attention and it's like well here's what i mean i'm not just i'm not just trying to sell you uh what do they call it snake oil Uh i'm trying to i'm expressing myself and i'm explaining myself using this format and the response on it was pretty good i i didn't sit there and like watch the numbers or whatnot but It's like people seem to take to it well and I was like, okay, that works like keep doing that you don't have to every single thing if it's one or three posts you don't have to make every single one because it's like I'm already to your advice again I did the better approach of just saying okay I've got the IGTV clip that I can use to promote as well as like the podcast art that Mm -hmm. um, I can use whether it's something funny or like a picture that puts the person in a good light and doesn't have them not looking in the best light then um, I can use that and just promote it one to three times throughout the week and then maybe do something different and just try it out like something will work out and just like you introduced me to Donald along the way as I was recording then um that just helped get me from like one step to the other so thank you
1: you're welcome you're welcome that that's um you know relationships are important along this journey one thing that i've learned is that you know sometimes relationships will expire doesn't mean there's any bad blood doesn't mean you know that those people aren't great or good at what they do it's just that Sometimes they, especially in business, it's just like it happens. It, it is right. what it is. It doesn't mean you aren't good at what you do, it doesn't mean you aren't um you know worth what whatever it is you want to charge. It just means that it's it either it either isn't a good fit or it's no longer a good fit. And one thing, I mean, cause you're I mean you're certified. So with me being a high eye is I had to get comfortable with that and not, you know, internalize a lot of that stuff, which I feel like I do a really great job of of doing now. But it's, you know, it's 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 all a part of the journey. Like it yeah. it really is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's never going to stop like it's, it's never going to stop
0: right right and i guess that that's one of the things it's like sometimes when when i when i think about what you said it's never going to stop at times it feels like if you're not in a stable place or if you're not in a place where you want to be or where you feel comfortable it feels like almost like a life sentence where it's like man i'm this things are terrible now they're always going to be terrible and it's like that's not the right way to look at it it's like whenever challenges come up like it's an opportunity for you to be able to grow but it's like you really have to you really have to be mindful of like what you're putting into your mind what you're telling yourself who you're surrounding yourself with especially like not to go go too much into it but it's like the news is always the news like it's rarely positive last year was an election year and and of course and a pandemic (laughs) right and it's like other things transpired with like george floyd and that and it's like I think the thing it that made it so, huh? It was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing that made it so much worse was that it started out as an election year. Then the pandemic went into it, and then that event happened. So it's like you had the shutdown. People couldn't go anywhere. Of course, social media is there. It's like a lot more people are on it. And then the response it's like for some people it was like oh wow where did this come from but then for other people it's like no this has been brewing for a while and it's not an isolated incident it's just something that happens we have camera phones right yeah and i i mean i i didn't i don't want to i don't want to just brush past it but at the same time i don't want to dwell on it because i know a lot of time and a lot of energy has been placed on it but I guess I said that to say um, there are people that focused on the different happenings and they started to focus a lot more of what was happening outside of themselves, outside of their homes, outside of their lives. It's like. Obviously, with things shutting down, it affected people's businesses. It affected people's finances. But in a lot of cases, it's like for your job to get get shut off for a random pandemic just to come up out of the blue. You can't necessarily plan for those things. But if you're putting yourself together, if you're organizing your life, if you're doing your best to improve yourself, you're in a better position to respond. Like a lot of people like yourself that um, educated themselves on the internet, on things with email marketing and things of that sort, their businesses soared. A lot of people that worked in construction, I was talking with a buddy of mine um, that I met back in Augusta, Georgia, and he's a Max, uh, John Maxwell certified speaker. But so like the speaking industry shut down, like ET had like the whole lineup is supposed to be basically his retirement year, I think for 2020. And it's like all that basically got shut down. But I found out for the first time that my buddy, Wayne, he's a welder and a pipe fitter and a lot of construction work needed to happen. So it's like that industry went up and it was just like for him having those two skills, he was able to lean on one more heavily just to do the, the physical labor. But in interacting with the people that he interacts with, he pulled on the, the um, communication skills and he was able to communicate with other people. In instance, where it's like you have different people have their take on the protocols and the stuff with wearing the mask and all all that stuff. But it's mm-hmm. like um one illustration that he used to show the guy that okay, I'm not going to be bothered by what's going on by my environment. Like the guy he I think they were sitting there talking and then all of a sudden he just started like hooping and hollering, just like getting getting erratic or whatnot. And then he stops for a moment and he asks his friend what changed. Right. He's like nothing. So he's like so what what is all that getting upset at the situation going to do for you? It's like not saying that getting upset isn't valid, but If that's all you're going to do, what is it really gonna do for you at the end of the day? Like, is that gonna make a difference? Or are you strategizing, planning, writing down here's what I want, here are the things that here's what's bothering me? Like write it down on a piece of paper. And then, which is kind of what I've had to do through counseling, through um going through the exercises, even from the morning meetup, whether it's like you're going through the behavioral science stuff with the disc or you're looking at your business, looking at the podcast and saying, okay, what's working? What's not working? What can I do about it? Who can I contact? Hey, maybe I can reach out to the previous guests here. How's mm-hmm. it going? You got anything going on? And it's like, oh yeah, we can meet up. And I, I was sitting there when I woke up this morning, I started working the night shift here locally um, mm-hmm. and it's kind of, it took me a minute to get adjusted. And then I was like, oh crap, today's Wednesday. Oh man, <laughs> I was like okay, calm down. Like you're here. You got back from work, get some rest, get a couple of hours in. And then when I woke up, I was like, okay, it's, it's daytime. Okay. It's, it's 11. I have this much time till the podcast. Let me, let me clean up my area. Let me do like the one thing that I need to do. The main thing I I understood that I needed to do today was to be able to talk to you. And Mm -hmm. aside from trying to run to the grocery store 30 minutes before, which don't do, I won't do that again, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Aside from that, I had in mind, I know where I'm at, I know what day it is, I know what time it is, and this is my focus. like the other things will get done, but so long as I maintain this appointment, mm-hmm. I'll get done what I set out to get done.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean yeah <laughs> I, I totally agree. I don't really don't have anything to add to that <laughs> you
0: know, Well, well, I mean I guess we don't really have to, but you probably have to run to the uh, the next one, huh. the next what? Your next meeting? Yeah, I do. Gotcha. <laughs> Fortunately, no problem. But I'm I'm, I'm I'm really
1: supposed to be doing a, uh IG live here in five minutes. I got you up. I was going to go live today. Hey, so, even do though it. I hate- I'll keep
0: you accountable. <laughs> I hate I'll it. Ju- I'll just shout out. Be like, hey, check out Sierra Say on her IG live right now. But <laughs> I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate you doing this and it's really good catching up with you. Hopefully we'll do this a few more times and won't let a year go past. Or even <laughs> even if we don't have to do a podcast, we just catch up and just see, um, I guess, what is it make business like um, continue to grow as people, continue to grow as businesses, because in America, if you don't have a business whether you're working a nine to five or anything like you're missing out. You don't need to okay. devote your whole self into it, but you need to create something that you can be proud of. Definitely. And
1: create something that you can actually control. And like you said, it, nobody's saying, you know, go quit your job tomorrow. But right. you have to have some some level of control over your destiny at this point. You yeah. have to thank you. Alrighty, have a good
0: one. You too. Sure.